Hey y'all, welcome to the Building Better Businesses podcast where we talk mindset, marketing, and business building strategies. I'm your host, Shakina Johnson, and this is the podcast for those wanting to start their entrepreneurial journey and create a business and lifestyle they love. You can find detailed show notes on jsrvision.com. The notes include a summary of today's session, along with any links to resources I mentioned in the show. Now, in the last episode, I talked about three simple ways to get started on your business. The first was to decide to actually start a business. (laughs) Believe it or not, some people unconsciously decide to start a hobby, not a business. And that, that is totally different from running a business and requires a different mindset. The second was about starting small. Start with what you have, bootstrap. You'll be surprised at, at how little you need just to get started. And the last thing I I mentioned was putting time aside to work on your business. Put it in your schedule, mark it on your calendar, whichever one you choose. But being strategic and consistent is important when you're trying to grow your business. Now, in today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about why you should start your business on the side first, how to set your priorities and schedule, using your network to find clients, and to answer the question, when is the best time to jump ship? So first up is why you should start your business on the side first. So let's face it, we live in a society where most of us need to have a second income coming in just to pay the bills and to support ourselves. And, and that's just as individuals. And I'm not even getting into being single parents or couples where there's a loss of income in the household for one reason or another, and we're talking disability, injury, um, suspension, or just not being able to find a job, right? Outside of those specifics, unless you have substantial savings or cash flow that you can pull from, start your business while you're still working your job. And that's for several several reasons. One, you can build it the right way, right? (laughs) Every business essentially has three core systems lead generation, client service, and retention systems. I cannot tell you how many people skip these foundational systems and expect to run a successful business. Most businesses aren't overnight successes. They require strategy and planning. Second, you don't have to rush and you get to experiment. You can take your time and you have an opportunity to think strategically and plan how you want to do things. When we're rushed into situations, we have to make quick decisions for that moment. We make the best choice possible given the information we have at the time. And that doesn't mean it's always right or the best choice, but it's a decision that was made and the job done. Now, when you have time to think and plan, you reduce the damage control. You also get to work out your best lead generation strategy. You get to experiment with different ways to find clients or to bring them to you. And if social media or any online content strategy is something you want to do, that takes time, right? Finding where your best client hangs out and creating content specifically for them takes more time than you think, right? It just doesn't happen overnight. Like let's going to SEO strategies, right? Many people who participate or want to have the best SEO strategy um, think that it takes it's going to happen overnight. That's not how that works. You would you you need at least three to four months in order to just start showing up in Google search or people being able to find you. And much like your and that's a lead, and that's a type of lead generation strategy, but it takes time. 
right? Especially social media. You have to show up consistently. You have to be visible. You have to, you know, be where your clients are. And finding that out and, and being able to research does take time. So, but finally, uh, your finances. Let's go back to the society example, right? Where most of us have to have a second income. Everything is expensive. <laughs> I don't know about you, but rent prices are expensive. Mortgages are expensive. All the basic stuff that we need are going up in prices. So if your boss isn't giving you any raise anytime soon, or or if you can't find a job that pays you enough, you're stuck in a constant cycle of living paycheck to paycheck. And I've been there, right? Um, one emergency could set you back for months. So being able to stay consistent on your job while creating your dream job, your dream career, your dream lifestyle is priceless. And while there are many other things, these are just to name a few. And so the next thing was setting priorities and creating your schedule for actually working on your business. So, it, you know, you're probably trying to figure out how you're going to get all this done. Work a full-time job, build a business, support a family. It, it's a lot for anyone. So let's do an exercise. Get your calendar out. We're going to set some boundaries and priorities. You're going to, and you can pause this at any time, but mark your, mark your current working schedule on your calendar, whether it's paper or electronic. Just put down your hours for your current nine to five job, whatever job you have. Then mark down your other commitments. That includes family commitments, events, um, medical appointments, therapy, music lessons, school events, anything, whatever else that you have that is on your calendar, um, you know, family events, social nights out, all those things, put them on your calendar. Then after you've put everything on your calendar that you can think of, Mark down the days you want to work on your business, right? Choose at least three days, but no more than five. You still want to leave room to have a life, right? <laughs> um, just make sure you put time in there for yourself. So but what you're going to be looking for uh, in this particular part is where your time slots are open based on the days you want to work. Check to see uh, if you have kids. Are they... Are they, is your working hours after your kids sleep? Is it earlier in the morning? Is it, you know, during the day? Just figure out where those time blocks are. You're looking for one or two hour blocks, more if you have them, where you can sit down and actually work on your business. Uh, make sure you set notifications um, for like on your calendar. I have notifications that pop up on my Google calendar all the time and bless them, bless you Google, that. Uh, it, yes, we love that. <laughs> but anywho, once you have a schedule, your next step is to have a conversation with your spouse, your loved ones, anybody in your household, and you, like your kids, and just talk to them about your new schedule and what that means. Now, it, you know, express the importance of not being interrupted while you are working on your business. Explain the benefits of you know, why it's important. Like, I'll be able to afford that family vacation we were always talking about, right? Um, post your schedule where visible. Put it on the door if you can sit in an area, if whether it's in your bedroom or living room, wherever, wherever there's a door or wall <laughs> where people can see it. Post your schedule. Get them in the habit of not interrupting you when you are working on your business.
right? Offer incentives if you have to. And, you know, that's that's mostly for children, but it works on partners and spouses and husbands as well. <laughs> there needs to be an understanding in the household of why this is so important. If not, if it feels like you are um, not going to get the support you need, figure out a way to work after hours or when everyone else is asleep or just get out of the house, right? You kind of need that time. But this is an important part of your life where you're trying to build something that you are proud of, build something that, you know, you can leave a legacy with or for, right? Um, but you have to put the time in. There is no way around it. You have to put the work in, right? So the next thing I want to talk about is actually finding clients. Um, and using your network to find clients. <clears throat> Finding clients is uh, one of the most important jobs of any business, right? Um, that's their number one job. Without clients, there is no revenue. Without revenue, there's no profit. Without profit, well, you can't pay your bills or yourself or food or hot water. And, stuff like that you know <laughs> it's important so we're going to start i'm going to give i'm going to go through a couple of things that you could do to start looking for your clients first is your family and friends now i know this is kind of a tricky situation right but your job is not to sell to them okay you're going to let them know what you're doing and the important thing here is to just tell them that's it you're not selling to them you're going to ask them if they know someone who could use your services or needs your services. No one likes being sold to, and especially family and friends, right? Because they know you, they're pretty close to you. No way, it's the salesy thing, right? And frankly, that's not what you're there for. Your job with your family and your friends is just to let them know what you're doing and ask them if they know someone that could use your services. And once you do that, you'll find it goes a couple of different ways. Those that will support you will. They'll either buy something from you or refer someone to you. And those that don't support you or won't support you, don't take it personal. Move on. You know, let your family be your hype man. Let them, you know, put that excitement out there for you. You know, tell them what you're doing. And I know um, there's some people out there who have like many or varied interests, um, me, myself, including, including in that, including in that. Um, and so your family's like, yeah, okay, she's she's at it again, right? <laughs> but it's still, you don't even have to tell them, but for your family and friends, just let them know what you're doing and see if they can refer somebody over to you. Now, your second thing, your current job. Okay, <laughs> so this can be tricky depending on the types of services you're offering. Check to make sure you are not breaking any confidentiality clauses or non-disclosure agreements. If your services are different from your current job, then have then use the same approach. You know, ask them if they know anybody that could use your services, and be sure to follow up with any referrals given to you. Now, don't now you don't have to go tell everybody in the office, right? But you know, ask your closest coworker, right? Um, people that you generally have uh, an affinity with. Uh, people who just like you, you like them, that type of thing. But you don't, you don't need to tell the whole office. Just tell a few folks. But you know, make sure you're comfortable with asking them that question. Um, next is your social media groups, Facebook and LinkedIn, 
especially. Um, and this is a favorite part of mine, but um, participating groups where your ideal client hangs out. Give more than you take and do not go into a hard sell, right? Most groups don't allow it anyway, but for those that do, offer promotion on, for those that do, that offer promotion on certain days, be sure you're putting your information out there, right? Um, offer help. Um, be mindful in what you're saying, how you're saying, and how you're asking, right? Uh, abide by that 80-20 that rule, but just make sure you're being visible. That's the most important part here. Now, next is your local community. Find local meetups or events that you can attend. Now, I know there's a lot of debate out there about the worth of networking events, but all marketing works, right? It's just a matter of how you work it and how you use it. But the purpose here is to get visible and get in the habit of explaining to people what you do. And I want you to look for two events, two types of events. The first relates to a hobby that you have. You'll find people that you like and have an, uh, an affinity with, right? So if you like yoga, find a yoga class an event that you go to on a frequent basis where there's groups of people, right? If you like sporting events, uh, running, any health exercise or something, something that you genuinely enjoy doing that's a hobby of yours or something that gets you out of the house and talk to other people, <laughs> something that relates to you personally, right? You'll be able to, you know, speak genuinely about what you do and how uh, you help others and what your services are in a more genuine way, right? And the second event is a more serious event where your potential clients or your ideal clients actually hang out. You'll want to have your, this is what I do speech whenever you, you know, ask or whenever someone asks you. But again, so if your target audience is attorneys or attorneys, right? you know, check out your local bar association and see if you can become a member. Um, attend, I, mm, I was gonna say IBA events, but International Bar Association events. Try to, you know, see what Chamber of Commerce events are out there, but uh, industry events where you can actually show up to where your clients are. And the last point that I'll cover today is answering the question, when is the best time to jump ship? Now, I get this question a lot, <laughs> but here's a general rule of thumb. If you're currently struggling to pay bills, support yourself or your family, you know, if you're about to fall in some sort of financial distress, um, about to go in like foreclosure or eviction or something like that, do not leave your job, okay? Building, excuse me, building a business takes time and finding consistent clients on a consistent basis and getting consistent income takes time. You need to be comfortable in your finances before you can consider doing this full time. And, and that's just so you can reduce your level of stress, your frustration, your anger, whatever outside forces are there you're going to want to reduce that as much as possible. And finances is, is pretty high on the list, right? Again, many of us, excuse me, many people are living paycheck to paycheck, and I was there at some point myself. But, you know, it's a burden, right? It's stressful, and especially if there's 
a household you have to take care of. So I, I totally get it. But, you know, don't jump ship before you're actually ready. So when revenue from your side hustle equals your monthly income from your mind, your nine to five, and you can cover expenses consistently for at least six months, that's when you'll want to consider jumping ship and going full-time in your business. Don't do it before then and be sure you have enough incomes or savings set aside for emergencies, right? Transition goes out in your car. You kind of need the money for that, right? You, you know, your car needs work. You have a house that, you know, expenses, there's a flood in the basement, something like that. But make sure you have enough money put aside so where you can handle those expenses should they come up. Or your kid wants to take a, you know, a school trip somewhere that you weren't planning on. <laughs> or they want to join camp or whatever. You get the point. But save where you can, okay? And really, that's it. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a comment with your thoughts. I'd love to hear what you think. And be sure to let me know, you know, if there's something else that you want me to cover. Um, if there's something else you need me to speak of, just let me know in the comments. But thank you for listening. And until next time.